0: Come on, dance like the way has been lifted. Braces, wear.
1: This is one of those old songs. I know y'all can sing along with me, right? Amen. Amen. I need to hear everybody in here. Amen. We're going to make a joyful noise unto the Lord on today. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.
0: Hallelujah.
1: God, for allowing us to be in this place today, amen? So many people didn't get that opportunity. Okay. 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 Pastor, you all got me over there. Take, take my <laughs> face shield <sure. laughs> off. Y'all see Pastor in the back. Try <laughs> as we welcome the Holy Spirit in this place, I also like to welcome each and every one of you for joining us today. We thank, <laughs> we thank God for bringing us all here today to worship Him together as a family, as a church family, Amen. And uh, would you do me a favor? Would you give our praise leader a round of applause because she does such a wonderful job. She does such a wonderful job. Sometimes I look up there and I'm like, should I go up there and just help her out a little bit? <laughs> so I try to help her out from the seat, my seat. So <laughs> amen. So I'd like to welcome any first-time visitors. If we have any first-time visitors today, please make sure you stop by the next steps table so that you can fill out a connection card and drop it in the envelope. We just want to send you a special thank you for joining us on this day. And you all are looking so wonderful. Would you turn to somebody on your row and tell them, good to see you. You look great today. Shake a hand, give a fist bump, give a hug to somebody on your row. Amen. My baby girl's looking at me like, well, you're going to recognize the worship leader, but not say something about me But y'all give my baby a hand. She's doing such a good job. She's our youth worship leader. Mom, I just want to sing. Okay, well, get her that sing, then. <laughs> Amen. You all can have your seats. Amen. I need someone to come help me because we're going to welcome our dance ministry. as she comes, please.
0: Never knew my life could be this way I never knew the sun could shine all day I've seen a, lot of fears, a lot of faith, but i never, but I've never been in this, this place, time and time, time, and time again. I never thought I'd win,
2: Glory to God. Glory to God. I'm about ready to uh, do a good and go home. Yes, that's my God. Thank you, Jesus. You just don't know how grateful and blessed you are to see how God has brought you. Even through even through the pandemic, how God has blessed you, and you ought to be thankful that every time you took a COVID test, it said what negative. You was never in a hospital. You never had treatment. But glory be to God. You can thank God. I say God, I thank you every time I took that test. It's saying negative. I thank you for what you have done in my life. I thank you for how you have brought me, where you have brought me from. Where you brought me from. Woo, glory to God. There was this, uh, this rap, uh, this Christian rap group and they wrote a song, You Brought Me From A Mighty Long Way. And you are, just think back, just think back when you was dealing with a whole bunch of best and God, how God kept you. And how God brought you through everything. Even when you was acting a fool, God still loved you. He still took care of you. He never left you. He said, I'm all, I will always be there for you. I will never leave you nor forsake you. Glory to God. Yes, am I ready to just do a benediction? We all go home on that day. Ooh, glory to God. Come on. Let's pray. Fathers, we come before you. We just thank you, Father God, for being in this place. We thank you, Lord God, for what you have done in our lives. We want to thank you. We appreciate everything that you have done. How you have brought us from a mighty long way, Lord God. Even when we did wrong, even when you told us what to do and we didn't do it, but you still loved us. You still cared for us. You still took care of us. And God, we want to thank you because we know without a shadow of a doubt that you're going to continue to stand with us, Father God, no matter what we do or what we have done. And we give you praise in Jesus' name. Amen. Ooh. I kind of get it home and kind of up my message a little bit. I like, yeah, I like that. So my title is, y'all probably heard a lot of pastors preaching. And this is who God put on my heart. So, the title of this message is Stand. Stand. What you're gonna do? When trouble comes your way, you're gonna run? You're gonna put the table between your legs and run? Or are you gonna stand? Which one are you gonna do? You're gonna have eventually you're gonna to have to stand up for yourself. Amen. God is gonna do his part, but you gotta do your part. You gotta stand up for yourself. So The definition of stand means to stand or remain motionless or steady, on your, on the feet, to take position or place as instructed, to stand aside, to remain firm or step fast as is, as in a cause, to take up or maintain a position or attitude with respect to a person, issue. Or the lack, or, or to like to stand as as a superior for a person. So now you know in the military. Those of you who have been in the military, those of you who have no uh, family members or friends that have been in the military. When that drill start, when that drill, when that drill sergeant tell you to stand, I mean, stand at attention. I mean, you can't. Only thing you do is blink your eyes. That's the only thing you're allowed to do. You can't move, you can't crack a smile, you can't even sneeze, you can't even cough. When he tells you to stand at attention, that means stand at attention. Don't move. So if you move or crack a smile, he said, oh, good. you trying kind to of crack a smile? We're gonna do a 100 mile hike, fully back. I mean, fully packed. I mean, you can have like 50 or 100 pounds on your back. God, doing, that, doing that 100 mile hike. And he said, come on, let's go, let's go, let's go. He don't have that on the back. It's like he, he's a drill sergeant, so he don't have to carry nothing. You know, so when you do that, you know, we got to stand at attention uh, in the military. So 2 Corinthians chapter number 1. And let's go down to verse number 21. It is good who enable us along with you to stand firm for Christ. He has commissioned us. So we have to stand firm in Christ. No matter what happens, we have to stand firm in Christ. Even if things don't go right, we still have to stand firm. You cannot uh, just do whatever. But if you want to stand firm, you got to stand firm. So what does it mean to stand in God? And we all know this very well. Let's go to Ephesians chapter 6. And let's go down to let's start at verse number 11. Finally my brother finally, finally my brother be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God, that ye may be able to with that may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers, against rulers of the darkness of this world, and against spiritual witnesses in high places. Wherefore take up take unto you the whole armor of God, that ye may be that ye may be able to withstand the evil day, and having done all, to stand. Stand, therefore, having your, line, your lines girt about the truth, and having on the breastplate of righteousness, and your feet shod with the, with the preparation of the gospel of peace above all, taking the shield of faith, wherewith you may be able to quench the fiery darts of the wicked, and take the helmet of salvation, and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God, praying always with all prayer, and suffocation and spirit and witch and watching there unto with, so we have to. We have to. When you when you stand or when you go into battle. Now try going to battle not fully not fully equipped. Guess what's gonna happen. Every time you walk that door. is like a battlefield. You don't know what you're going to encounter. You don't know what's going to come up. You don't know what you're going to see. On your way to work, running errands, you just don't know. i see seen accidents. I've seen vehicles. I mean, I, I, I was com- I was traveling. Uh, me and my son was traveling. was coming back. Coming back to South Carolina. And, and for certain I saw a, a semi-truck Build off 95 in the in the road. I'm like, oh my God. Just, I don't know if the job was okay. I I don't know. If the job was, th- I don't know. But all I saw, that's in my truck off the road. And with these truckers, they only allowed so many hours to drive, according to DLT. And they tried to stretch it because they trying to meet their deadline. So if you get if you feel fatigued, just go ahead and pull to rest stop. And with these newer vehicles, if you keep going like this here, like this here, say, okay, coffee break. Mine said coffee break. Like, oh, okay. And pull on over and let me stop, let me get something to eat, let me use the restroom, yeah. you know, let me do what I need to do, then get back on the road. Once I did that, I'm back on the road, I was fine. You know what I'm saying? So like I said, every time, some parents are even scared to let their kids play in their own yard. Because depends on the area that you live in. You never know if some bugs gonna start flying. Even if there's a playground down the street where we used to live, there was a certain area where parents did not want their kids to play. Not even in the front yard or down the street in the playground because they never know when is gonna fly. So, like every time you walk out your front door, it's like a battlefield. Remember that, but you never know what's gonna happen. You never know what's gonna happen when you walk out that door. And it's, it's you know, <laughs> it's bad when you're going somewhere and you see a three-car accident, and you see the paramedics, they have jaws alive trying to eat the person out, that's 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 kinda of tragic. You don't like to see stuff like that. So that's why whenever we uh, pass, whenever we pass by an accident, you know, we, we pray, and make sure the person's okay. Now this little little fender bender, okay that's fine. Okay, they just bumped in the person. But when a car actually flipped over and stuff like that, then you're like, oh my gosh, you know, I'm praying that everyone is okay. I'm praying that everyone's okay. So what is the what is what is it important to stand firm in God? One of the benefits standing firm in God is that we enjoy his unlimited and unconditional protection. God will never leave his children to be overcome by by the attacks. From enemies, The Bible says, that's what the Bible says in Genesis chapter number 28, verse number 15. Excuse me. Behold, I am with thee, will keep thee in all places, whether thou goest, will bring thee again into the land, for I will not leave thee until I have spoken to thee. And he amplified and says, behold, I am with you and will keep careful watch over you and guard you wherever you may go. And I will bring you back to this promised land for I will not leave you until I have done what I have promised you. So whatever God has promised you, that's what you stand on. God, you promised me this. You, you God, you promised me. You told me. You promised me a three-bedroom house, two-car garage, with a screen-in patio, and a nice neighborhood. God, you promised this position to me. God, you promised me a spouse. You stand on that. And you are, when you, you praise say, God, you promised me such and such. But remember, God is going to do it in his timing. Don't rush, God. Don't rush it out. Say, God, you promised me a house. Okay, what steps? So, what steps do I need to take? First step is pull the credit report. And I'm going to say this. I've been saying this. I'm going to continue to say this. Do not go to one of those credit debt cards, What you call people? I will what they call. Don't go to those people because you're paying them three hundred dollars. Month. And all they're doing is paying the minimum to your debt collectors. Wisdom. You know what? Let me put my credit report first. See what's on here. Let me start with the lowest amount. I didn't know I had this, this $25 on here? Call the people, pay it. The next thing you know, you see your, your score go up. So, it's like if you pay in full, your score go up like 24 points. If you um, reason with them and say, listen, I only got X amount of money, then it'll go like 21, it, that's, it's, it's, a, it's a catch 22. It's a catch 22 today. So, that's why I, we don't go to those places. I had a lot of family when we did that, I'm like, why did you do that? Because all they're doing is spend. okay, this pension 30, that's there's 20, that's theres 10, and they're like, okay, you could be out of debt 36 months, why 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 would i do that i'm to be out dead six months versus 36. so whatever god promises you, you stand on it don't let it go even if you have to write it down if you have to uh write it down or you have to type it up or you put it out you put it on your on your refrigerator you put it in your custody God you promised me this god you promised me this i want to stand because you promised me this and when, when that happens, you're like, okay, good, good. And the, ne- and the next thing, oh, God, you promised me this. Amen? So we have to continue to stand in God in everything that we do. Amen? So how do you stand in your power? Standing in your personal power means you are living. You are living true to what you believe and what is important to you. It means you acknowledge all that you are capable of, and you know that act. You know how, and you know. Sorry, sorry. It means you. It means you acknowledge all that you are capable of, and you know and accept who you are. The good, the bad, and the not so perfect. Amen. So there's something you did. You're the good, the bad, and the not so perfect. And you've seen the good. You've seen the bad. You've seen the not so perfect. I've seen that. And some people, they need to just understand how to stand in his power. Thank you. Stand in his power. Okay? So let's we know this all very well. Let's go to Matthew chapter number fifteen. Let's go down to first number. I know where I'm going here, huh? Let's go down to verse number 34. Let's start at verse number four 34. And Jesus said unto them, How many loaves ye have? We, ha- we have. And they said, Seven and a few little fish. And God and He's I'm sorry. And he commanded the Most Two to sit down on the ground. I'm sorry. Oh sorry. I'm a mistake. Verse 32. I'm sorry. Verse number two, Verse number thirty two. I'm sorry. I, was, I, went too, I went ahead of myself. Went ahead of myself. Sorry, verse number thirty-two. Then Jesus called to the then Jesus called his disciples unto him and said, I have command, I have compassion. On the multitude because they continue with me three days and have nothing to eat, and I I will not send them away fasting, least they may faint, at least they faint in that way. And Jesus and his disciples said unto him, Whence shall we have so much bread in the wilderness to to fill Such great multitude, and Jesus said to him, "How many loaves we have?" And they and they said, seven and a few little fish." And he commanded the multitude to sit down on the ground. And he took the seven loaves of the seven loaves and the fish, and gave thanks and broke them, and gave and gave to his disciples. And the disciples to the multitude, and they did all eat and were filled. And they took up, and they took up, broke, broken the meat, and then was left seven baskets full. Amen. So his disciples stood with Jesus, and he said, Jesus said, Well, what do we have? What we have? We got some bread and a few little fish. And how are we gonna feed? Well, Jesus, how are we gonna feed all these people? Don't worry about it. Tell them to sit down. Bless the food. Next thing you know, you had abundance. His disciples stood with Jesus. Even though, even though he had a few loaves of bread and a few little fish to feed all these people. And I'm looking, I'll I'd be, I'd be amazed, I'll be like, well, well Jesus, how you gonna feed? I wish I was back, I wish I was there back then. I'd be like, well, how you gonna feed all these people? Really? Say, okay, all right, I'm gonna stand with you. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna see how you gonna feed all these people. I wanna see for myself. And he fed all the people They ate and they were filled. That means their cup was running over. I mean, four, I mean, I guess it was, I'm guessing it was, it was, a, it was at a point where they were so full they couldn't move. Know how y'all get on Thanksgiving? Y'all sit down there, y'all eat like I can't move right now. Give me, give, me, give, me, give me about five minutes. Give me a cup of coffee. Give me about five minutes. To about five minutes. Let me let the food kind of settle a little bit. Then I can move. Then when you get up, you're like, you know what? I think I should stay down another five minutes. Eating all that turkey and collard green. I don't mean, get hungry now. Amen. Amen. So, yes, his disciples stood with him. Stood with him. And they ate. And they were filled. You know, God, he fed 4,000 men. That includes women and children. How? How? Because now, you know, with the food pantry we have now, you're trying to feed 4,000 people. Like, oh, we don't won't have enough food. We only have enough food for like 250 people. We ain't got enough food. The rest the well, I don't know what we're going to do. Amen. So, um, we have to continue to stand. Now, let me bring this to the table. I don't know if y'all heard, it was all on the news. I got on my phone. I got a look on my phone. I saw it on the news. I'm like, you got to be be kidding me. This pastor in Florida, if y'all have not read, because I kind of keep over current events. The pastor of the church, he stole from the church, stole from the parishioners. He sold the church without them knowing about it. To do what? To support his drug habit. A pastor. Now they stood with this man all this time, but if I was a member, I said, "What he did? What? I you gonna go to court at this? Go just go go where? Go to the court? I'm, no, I'm, I ain't standing with him no more. He done stole from the church, stole from the parishioners, sold the church." Without the church even knowing about it, to support his drug habit. Now, what does that do with the body of Christ? What what does that do in the body of Christ? That means a lot of people, a lot of people that that go to church and visit church online, that kind of discourage their faith a little bit. Okay, it does. It discourages their faith a little bit, and they don't know, man. If I go to this church, I mean, how do I know if I go to this church, he gonna do the, Is he gonna do the same thing the other guy did? That got arrested. The other pastor that did. It's important. That we don't know. You don't know. So that's why I told you. A uh, pastor told me down the floor. He said, "In God I trust. Everybody else I check out thoroughly." <laughs> so that means if you want to attend this church. You know what I mean, do your due diligence. I mean, do your homework. I mean, there's a there's a website where you can actually just type in a name and see if there's any type of uh, a background. That's, yeah, you could do a pre- you could do it without the norm. You do a pre-just their name. You're like, oh, oh, okay. Oh, my God. I see. I was like, nobody did not No, nobody He was indicted. End up embezzling us. Oh, that's like mm, red flag number one. But then again, we don't know what God is doing in that pastor's life. But you still got to check that person out. Right. Amen. Mm-hmm. You still got to. They didn't know. I was, I was just sitting there. I had to learn, I got to learn on my phone. i like, clicking on to it. I started reading. And I'm like, he did what? To do what? To support his drug habit which no one knew he had. So he was secretly doing that. So he sold the church for what? I don't know, How much money. But he did. Will you stand with him in court? No. Nope. I'm sorry. I've been going to this church, I've been tithing, I've been giving, I've been sowing the seed, and he's been taking the money to support his habit. That's why it's important for us to keep up with current events. A lot of stuff that happened in church that we don't even know about we all of a sudden just pop visiting watching the news. Where did that come from? You're like, I know him. I know that church. I visited that church before. Amen. So yeah, he. he. Now I will stand with you and some. I will stand with you to a certain point, but when you are wrong, you are wrong, you're like, well, well, why don't you just tell them, that, that, just tell them something, something. I said, it's just a little body guy Listen, a lie is a lie. I'm not lying with you and nobody else. You're on your own with this one. If you want me, I don't think you want me to take that witness stand, because I will tell them the flat truth. <laughs> I will sing like a canary. i tell them everything, because I was there. But yeah, I that, right I got the audio there, Judge. You know, I'm recording a whole conversation. I can record a conversation on my phone without actually even knowing about it. You think that I'm just checking my email. One little thing, click, record. You like that click recording? I have a phone in my hand like that, yeah. Like, oh yeah, I'm, I'm expecting a call or a text. Pretend like I'm, a, you know, I'm a sitting there recording a the whole conversation. You say, here go, Judge. Now I listen, you, you want to listen to it too? There you go. I will sing like a dance. Nah, nah. I'm not going to jail for you. You can go by yourself. Just let me know and visit I will come visit you. But I mean, I'm not going to jail. That's it. So what does it mean to stand in Jesus? Praying in the name of Jesus means you are standing in the place of Jesus. When you pray to the Father in the name of Jesus, it's as though Jesus himself were, were praying. Jesus has delegated his authority to you, the same authority he had on earth. So when you pray, when you pray, and we hear this, people always say, Oh, Father, I come before you in the name of Jesus. They pray in the name of Jesus. Okay, that's how we pray. That's how we stand in Jesus, because we know what he can do. We know what he has done. I mean, look, look at Jesus' track record in the Bible. Look at his track record. Look at this
3: resume.
2: Yes, sir. Check his matter of fact, check out the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit resume. Check all three of them. And you see that there you see that their resume is very impressive. You see how you see how Jesus, when he walked earth, he was healing people. God created the heavens and earth. If he didn't create, if he didn't create Adam and Eve, he wouldn't be here. Look at that track. I mean, their, I mean, their resume is so impressive. There's no flaw in their re- there's no flaw in their resume. So in other words, you can't destroy something that's already perfect. You can't destroy that. Okay. You can, you can try all you want to, but you cannot destroy something that is already un- that's perfect. So I tell people, oh, well, man, I'm sitting here with you. I said, well, okay, go ahead. Uh, just remember this: you must be mad at God. Why? Well, He created me and you, so I guess you're mad at God too, then. For creating me. That's how I look at it. That's how I look at it. You mad at me? Okay, fine. Be mad. What, what you mad about? You uh, did so song, so okay. Well, you didn't say nothing. You didn't say anything, so that's why. You have to stand up for yourself. You can't let people belittle you, talk you. Like, who think you talking to? So I got down. You think you can talk to me any kind of way? I'm one of the quiet ones. You know, it's quiet before the storm. It's quiet before the storm. And you think you can talk to me any kind of way. You better hope the National Guard is nearby. So I hope the National Guard is by nearby. Yeah. Now if you go in the family, then I go to a whole new Ramsey. round. Listen, y'all go ahead and get bell man. I'm gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna do my deal on him real quick. Give me about five minutes. Five minutes. Give me, give me five minutes. Y'all, give me five minutes and I call the cops. So I'll call the cops right now. Just give me five minutes. So you can't let people uh belittle you and just talk to you in any kind of way. You know, why wife, she like watching these reality uh, TV shows? sometimes I come in the bedroom, I'm like, what is she what watch? Oh, oh she real I was And I just see how that one and the other one, they 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 call, they call American Medicine. Oh American Medicine. Oh, yeah, I mean. Just, just watch about five minutes of you, You'll see what I'm talking about. They're supposed to be friends. But then again, they start, quote unquote, dogging each other behind their backs. And then when they come together, oh, hey, child, how you doing? I'm like, how you going to expect to be? You know, I, I can't have phony friends. I can't help all your friends. If you fake up all your friends. I, I'm not gonna stand with you. You know, I'm not gonna hang around you or anything like that at all. Amen. So Second Corinthians. Second Corinthians. Uh, let's see here. Let's go to First Corinthians, chapter fifteen. Let's go down to verse number 28. And when all things shall be subdued unto him, then shall the Son also himself be subject unto him. Put all things under him, that God may be all in all. And if we go down, if we go to 2 Corinthians chapter number two. Go to to Second Corinthians chapter number ten, sorry, ten, and go down to verse number eight. For for though I should boast somewhat more or over, uh, for though I should boast somewhat more or other authority, excuse me, our authority, which the Lord hath given us for edification, and not for your destruction. I should not be ashamed. So God given us authority to stand. So when you ever, when you have a, um, you're in a meeting, on your office meeting, don't be afraid to say what you need to say. Yeah, like well is there anyone else say, hey, yeah, I got something to say. I you know tell them how you feel? tell them exactly what's going on, or you need to go to your supervisor or your manager and tell them, listen, this person has been doing X, Y, and Z, so don't let nobody bully you. Period. We got got enough going on in the schools, now we have all this adult bullying that's going on. Okay, you're not going to bully me. You're not going to bully me, I'm sorry. Now, I I won't hit a woman. But I take a man down. I know exactly where to hit him. And he go down. I know two places to hit the man. One, hit the man in the stomach. He go down like a sack of potatoes. You hit him the other part. He gonna go down too. So that's what they teach us on these self-defense classes. For ladies, you just go ahead, and just knee him. Like, yeah, just, just. You know, you know, I know how to get the little the little dummy thing. What we want to call it. Just go ahead, just on real hard. He'll go down. That's cool. Okay, so yes, we have to stand, y'all. We have to continue to stand, and no matter what, like I said, um, like I said before, you have seen the movie Love Got to Do It? but she beat Ike in a in a uh, limo with the boot? Mm-hmm. He come walk in the hotel. <laughs> he come walk in the hotel. He all busted up, okay. She got she got tired of it. She got tired of it. She got tired. She got tired of it like listen, man. I'm this I have enough. You can't you can't keep putting your hands on me like this. I have enough. And when she went to court, she said, Oh, you can have all that stuff. I want to keep my name. I work too hard, I keep I want to keep my name. That's it. And she kept her name and boom, did better that way. So yeah. You have people in these um, relationships where one of them is being abused, and they refuse to leave, and they need to, and they need to leave, and the only way they're going to leave is he or she stand up and leave. Even if they have to call law enforcement, listen, I need you to come by, you've been beating on me and stuff like, I'm packing my stuff, I need you to come out and make sure I get out here safely. That's the only way you want to get out of that. If you have that in your mindset, listen, I'm tired of this. I gotta, I gotta make a stand. I'm gonna stay, or I'm gonna leave. It's better that you leave. Because if you stay, parents, you know what you mean? Little ones get the phone call saying, so-and-so was, was beat up bad, and we don't know if he or she is gonna make it. So it's better to leave a situation like that than to stay. Amen. Now, y'all probably seen this other movie. Um, I see the burning bed with that possible you seen that? Where she got tired of her husband beating up on her, she got the kids up in the house, she got the kids up in the car. He was he was sound asleep. She was he was sound asleep. Woo! Lit the whole house on fire. Let the whole church. Let the whole she said the, the whole house. I'm not talking about just taking all his clothes thrown in the car and set the car on
3: fire. She. <laughs>
2: Got the kids, put them in the car. You know, I y'all haven't seen that movie, I didn't see it. <laughs> <laughs> she got in the got the kids in the car, drove the car away, real slow, and all you heard was a boom. Set the whole. And you know what the parents trying to defend him, Defend him? Because he was beating up on her? Oh, I don't know whether it was playing or joking around. Well, that's no that's nothing about playing. When you play. You beat over, is that playing, you beat over, is that playing? I've never seen that before. I've never heard of that before. You, well, I no was just playing. Well, yeah, you was playing all right. I mean, you had the back your hand and you beat the crap out of him. I don't think that's playing. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's like that's like another dog was trying to eat another dog. Oh, he was just playing. Like, How is he playing? How is that dog playing? But I almost ate the other dog. That's not playing. Yeah, y'all have seen that? I mean, I, I saw that like, oh my goodness. She's going to be set the car. She's going to set the whole, I mean, the whole house burnt down to the ground. We did it. In it? <laughs> that's what I mean. Is In situations like that, mean, you got to get out. You can't stay. you got to stand up for yourself. And that's what God commissioned us to do. He gave us authority to stand up for ourselves. You can't allow people to talk to you in kind any of way, talk to you in any kind of way, treat you in any kind of way. You know, um that's just you know, we all we all know when we was in school, back in elementary, we had to stand up for ourselves. Because brother, sister, you know, your your some of your siblings was nowhere to be found. And it's like put up or shut up. Put up or shut up. So what you have to do? You have to put up. You know, I had a had a pretty back in middle school. Okay? I'm getting ready to close. I'm going to say this here. I had had to stand up for myself because uh, none of my my older brother and sister, they were already in um, high school or or graduate high school. So, I was in middle school. So, I was in middle school and this boy, me and this guy, we got into it. argument wearing glasses at the time, you say, oh, you blind people? I'm like, you blind people? Oh, that just set me off. I just picked him up and slammed him on the desk. I just picked him up, I had a short fuse. I picked him up and slammed him directly on the desk. Yes, I got suspended, we both got suspended. (laughs) But at the same time, you're not gonna sit there and trick me and talk to me like, okay, you blind blind people. Just because I got glasses, I'm blind. I can still see. I can see it up the book mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, so yeah, we don't don't. don't Won't y'all go out there and find somebody? No, don't we'll do that. <laughs> don't 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 that don't do that. Then I get a phone call or text. I'm like, oh Lord. <laughs> what did she do? Mm-hmm. Well, it came over. And I just I took him down. Did he hit you. He tried to, but I still took him out. I said, okay, well, you self-defense, you defended yourself. So you can't go to jail for that. You have a right to defend yourself. If you think that your life is being threatened, you, right. you have a right to defend yourself. That means if you if that person tried, they that person tried something, and you're like, okay, you know what? You, I gave you a free pass on the first one, but I'm not going to give you a free pass on the second one. The second one, we don't go down. That's just the bottom line. That's just bottom line. Amen. So, yes, we have to stand up for ourselves. God has given us the authority to stand up for ourselves. And don't forget, whatever God promised you, you hang on to it. Don't let it go. You hang on to that promise. Amen. You, you hang on to that promise. I was praying. Uh, I was praying for a wife. And boom. God told me my wife was. I said, I had to go back in my prayer closet again just to make
3: sure.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm back a second
2: time. I so, said, oh
3: God. <laughs> <laughs>
2: he told me. I had to wrap that right back in. Just to make sure.
1: Just to make sure. If, if, you know. Have a way
2: of if, 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 if you're not sure If you're not sure Go back in your prayer class and God listen I know you told me I need to hear that again I need to hear that again I want to make sure That this is the right person That you sent to me You know uh, okay. Okay. Don't know Because the Bible says When a man finds a wife Not when a wife finds a man So go chasing a man And think this is him That's not that's not, wait, that's, that's not That's not scripture That's not order You're completely out of order yeah, that's not me. I Meanwhile, we knew someone that did that, but she, but the guy in the man or someone else was like he thought, he, thought, he, thought, he thought it was like, like, man, this is crazy. She crazy, I mean, she's not, she out there. He's out there, he's like, he probably think like, she needs to, need to take advantage of her medical benefits. I'm like, I mean, I'm, just, I'm watching the girl, I'm watching like, why are you chasing that the man? He don't want you. No. He don't want you. Let the man go. He don't want you. You know, somebody don't want you. Okay, okay. all right, all right. Well, maybe that's not him. Well, you should have been chasing. You should have been chasing. I think i in the first place. Because you're completely out of order. Amen? This study dives into the tough concepts of what his reality looks like to stand with God in our everyday lives. Inspiring and encouraging encouraging this study uses footage of God not God's not dead to help you to render grasp situations that God call could call us to stand up in everyday life every day in life you must ask yourself this uh, you must ask yourself the question where will you stand? Where will you stand? What were you saying? You gonna put your tail between you gonna put your tail between your legs and run, or you gonna stand up and be the man or woman God called you to be? Which one is it? It's either or. It's either or. No, you can't. Y'all, excuse me for using this analogy. Don't be a punk about it. That's the best way I can put it. Don't be pumped pump That's the best way I could put it. Y'all, y'all, we all been in school. We all had that one person, had that one person that was in your class that you kind of had to protect a little bit because he or she wasn't a the person. They would, they would never stand up for themselves. Mm-hmm. So you would always have to jump in because you don't want to see the person get beat down. Mm-hmm. Well. In order to get to her, you got to get through me. And then they had this thing in school, when they was getting ready to fight. Baddest man hit my hand. I'm like, huh? <laughs> baddest man hit my hand. I'm like, y'all, y'all want to fight, let's go and throw blows. Forget all this baddest man hit my hands. Just throw blows. And get it over with. So if something going on, go home and do what I need to do, y'all come back and be friends the next day. That's how it is. They fight one day, they friends the next day. That's just how it is. Amen. So did y'all get something from that today? Yeah. Yes, we gotta, we gotta continue to stand. So um, I encourage you to invite your friends, family members, anyone you know that's looking for a Liverpool church home. We're born and welcome to uh, have them here. Um, We are going back to, we've been doing digital Bibles for so long, I, when, I, when I went back and bought a King James, I, I was like, it was like all new to me, I'm like, okay, I had to figure out what stuff was at, I got to figure out what, um, what things are at, I'm like, I started opening the Bible, and I said, like, oh, yeah, 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 There's a lot of verses start coming back to me, like, oh, yeah, remember this one, remember this one, remember this one, remember this one? I said, okay, so. We are going to start back with the paperback. Problems. We need to get back to where we started. We got so used to all this digital, community. I mean, iPads, downloading app on the phone. So we got all um, used to that. So now it's time to get back to where way, to way it was when we first started. When we first started reading the Bible, we didn't have all this technology. We still had to dial up. And you had to wait about two minutes. And then they say, they say oh, it's connected. And the phone computer to your, um, to your computer. And you had to hear it for almost two minutes. You're like, oh, oh, well, this going to stop. Oh, it's connected. get on the internet, uh uh-huh. and then the internet doesn't run, it doesn't, back then it didn't run fast like it does now, it was, it was slow, you had to click, 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 and click, like, oh, God, I've been here like half an hour trying to get this done, so yes, we're going to start bringing our, um, um, next week I will have a paperback, King James version here with me. Yes, We're going back to that. We got we got to get back to that. We gotta get back to going back in our prayer closet and praying and asking right. God and getting answers. That's right. We gotta go it's it's we gotta go old school. We got old school, gotta go old school, yeah. He, he's young, but he, he like the old school. Yes, I do. I'm sorry, but yes. I do. We have to go back old oh, school. Yes, I will have this with all my notes, but I will have a paperback up here, and I'm, will go- I'm going to actually want to- I'm going to i going back and give me a NAD and an amplifier. We-, we need to get back to that because all this digital technology is good, but what happens when it fails? When it's when it's like. <coughs> Like, okay, I ooh, what? That's all right. I got my notes printed out. I got my Bible here. I can go on. I always have a backup, so. Yes. So at this time, uh, it's time for an offering.
1: you to join us in worshiping the Lord with your giving. There are three ways to give. You may give uh, through this offering envelope, and dropping it in the basket, or you may text to give. And the text to, text to give number is on your screen. If you are watching us online, then you can look at the comments in the bottom, the description at the bottom, and you will see the text to give number. Or you may visit our website, amenalways.org, and just click on the give button. Amen. As we prepare our offerings, our scripture reads in Malachi chapter 3. It says, bring the whole tithe into the storehouse, that there may be food in my house. Test me in this, says the Lord Almighty, and see if I will not throw open the floodgates of heaven, and pour out so much blessing that there will not be room enough to store it. I will prevent pests from devouring your crops, and devouring your fields will not drop their fruit before it is ripe. Says the Lord Almighty, would you stand please? So, Father, we thank you for this offering that we're presenting here today. We ask you, Lord God, to bless it, Lord God. We thank you that it shall fall on good ground, Lord God. We thank you, God, that it shall be used mightily for your kingdom. We ask you, Lord God, to bless the giver, Lord God, of the sword. We thank you for giving seed to the soil. And it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. our hearts unto God, and we present our our concerns to God. Amen. Amen. I'm singing, amen. Is that please? Y'all get your knees. That's right. That's right. That's right. Amen. That's right. This is the next Grammy winner right here, right? Here. Don't make no mistake about it, y'all playing, okay? Oh. That's right. That's the next Grammy winner right there. <laughs> move move yeah. over, there. Oh, I should say that. Move yeah. over. That's yeah. y'all know. What I was gonna say man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, Pastor, we're a little bold around here. I say names. <laughs> yeah. God be glorified, Amen. You the face.